Hey folks, it's Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency, and you are listening to a new episode of Successfully Funded. Here we go. Let's turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah! All right, crowdfunders, how's everybody doing out there in the beautiful, potentially dreary uh, and rainy land of crowdfunding? I know that's what it's like here, uh, just outside of Detroit, Michigan, here in Farmington, Michigan. Lots of rain next couple of days, so that's what we got going on here, you know, just going to be hanging out inside, looking at storm clouds, you know, so hopefully you guys are doing a, maybe potentially a little bit better. I don't know. I don't know. Well, if this is your first time listening, I'm your host, Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel. I am the CEO of Woodshed Agency. Uh, And what this podcast is all about, it is about talking to project creators either while they're in the middle of a campaign or right after their campaign ends so that we get the most up-to-date information out to you um, so that you guys, you know, know what to do to become successful. I mean, the worst thing you want to do is read a blog from, you know, two or three years ago, right? What is that going to do for you? So it's about getting you the most up-to-date information. So that's what we do here. So on today's episode, we are going to be talking about smart desks. Yeah, that's right. App controlled smart desks. So uh, the company is AIT Desks. Uh, and we're going to be talking to a couple of the guys working on it. Mostly we're going to talk to Thomas. And these desks are absolutely crazy. Um, you know, they're definitely building desks for the uh, the new world in terms of standing up, sitting down, wireless charging. Um, I mean, basically, they got almost everything you can imagine on it in terms of thinking about your health as well as your work environment. So um, these guys are doing great with their campaign. They've got about four days to go as of today. So again, if you want to check this out, you need to go over right now. But they're uh, they're at two, uh, $288,000 with 367 backers. And that's that's a lot because their product is over you know, 1100 bucks. So they definitely got a lot of people uh, excited about the product to get the uh, uh, their Phantom One desk. Um, so yeah, and they're when when you hear the interview, you're going to see that they are what ready to go, uh, and these things are going to be shipping out. Uh, it looks like sometime in September. So if you're in the mood for a uh, a, a new smart desk, and go check out this campaign. So uh, what else is going on around here? Hmm? What else is going on here at One Ones Away? Well, we got a. We got a, I got a, a wonderful letter last night at about 11.51 p.m. on a Sunday night. Uh, and that letter comes from the uh, the old SBA, Small Business Association, and they are not going to approve us for the uh, disaster loan. We don't qualify, apparently. I'm not exactly sure what you're supposed to qualify for outside of, you know, um, our company has taken a hit in the crowdfunding space. and But, you know, I shouldn't be mad because I think it's important that uh, the Ruth Chris of the world or the, the you know, the, the Shake Shacks of the world, they're getting their money. Um, but yeah, so we, uh, we got denied. So we got that going on for us, which I also love too, the sending of a letter on a Sunday night at like 1150 at night, right? Yeah. So you get it Monday morning, <laughs> whatever. But, um, I, I think it's just, that's just great. Right. I mean, to me, it seems like, that's what the money is for, is for guys like me, right? You know, we're a smaller company. We're just trying to make, you know, we try to try to make the old ends meet. And, uh, you know, things change. You apply for the stuff. And again, reading the letter, we've done everything correctly. There's nothing that we could do. Now, I could take some time to um, uh, file a claim against it or something and, you know, try to resubmit it all through fax machines. And, you know, so I can go spend... I can either spend time on that or spend time on doing stuff like this. So you can see what I've chosen at this point. Um, but yeah, I think that's just, that's just, you know, another nice little salt in the wound of, of, Hey, yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not getting any, any money (laughs) during this to, you know, I don't know. So it kind of keeps us pushing towards the ideas that we thought we were going to do about getting rid of our space and, um, you know, just continuing to downsize and, and focus on, on, you know, what, what we really need, what really matters, that type of stuff. So got that, got that in the mail. So that's always amazing. Um, you know, the other thing I've been thinking about too around is, you know, what does it take to really learn something? Um, we've been having, you know, the church I work at, you know, since we've uh, sort of centralized in, in this, um, you know, we're really starting to see the differences between some of the team members, right? And again, this isn't, you know, uh, 
dissing anybody. This is a, this is just kind of a, a conversation around what does it take to truly learn something, right? Because we're if you're listening to this, you're probably an entrepreneur. You're probably trying to learn something, whether it's Facebook ads or blogging or you know Google ads, building a website, running a business, whatever it is, you're learning something, right? That's probably why you're listening to this. Like the it's kind of the core backbone of this. So you know we're having a scenario right now where I'm on every other week at the at the church to mix, right? And I think pretty consistently, my mixes sound better when the final product, right? And the guy that mixes after, you know, on the other weeks of me is a relatively young guy, um, you know, new to the job, uh, new to mixing, just new to all of it, right? So there's this constant swirl right now of how do we become consistent? How does this happen? What if we buy this plugin? And I think yesterday I just had this moment because I'm 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 in all these text threads that of like the true reality is how I learned something was doing it for like 15 years every single day. Um, and that, that is what has to happen. And that's not something you buy. That's not something that you're just born with. It just literally takes time. And I think back to, you know, the studio days, mostly GBS. I mean, Sean can attest to this. If, um, you know, my business partner, we, I've had to mix every day, seven songs live, um, and at some point you just find your groove and you just got it, right? And you just know things that work and don't work. And you're, and, and what I find is that, you know, when you're in this learn phase, learning phase, I think the thing you have to watch for is this, this constant um, changing. Like you're just constantly changing over and over and you're not doing just sort of best practice, practices. So that's what I keep looking for. And my advice on this is like, it's just best practices. It's like you don't, uh, especially in the mixing world, like I don't need a new $29 plug-in to fix something. I need time. I just need to actually, you know, train my ears and uh, get in the right mindset. And I think, again, I think this, what I'm talking about applies to everything that that you're doing for a crowdfunding campaign, running a business. You know, you're not going to learn Facebook ads tomorrow, but you need to start because you need to figure it out. You need to understand it. If you're not going to be you know, hiring somebody to do all this stuff, if you want to figure out Google ads, start, have your expectations low, don't do anything crazy, go with best practices and start figuring it out. Because again, it's so easy to go to Google and Google these expert like, you know, five things I did to fix this, right? And and all of a sudden, but the more likely the reason somebody might be writing that is that they've done a whole bunch of stuff wrong and they got to the five things. So like, Sometimes you got to do the things wrong to understand why the five things work, right? So I, I think about this in mixing a lot. A lot of times we're having these conversations around, um, you know, uh, you know, how can we get this to happen, make the mixes wider or something like that. So then we start putting on all these plugins, and now all of a sudden your whole mix is out of phase, right? As opposed to being like, I just need to do the basics. And again, we may I may be in the weeds a little bit on this, but it's coming down to the basics, left, center, right. That's how we hear, right? So do you need to be doing a tool that uh, makes your stuff out of phase and makes your mix sound worse just because in the headphones? No, you're thinking about your finished product. So I, I guess I just bring this up because it's 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 something that's floating around me. Uh, I'll be spending a couple of days this week trying to fix some stuff at, um, Tuesday and Wednesday. To, I got a mix on Wednesday and uh, I'm trying to approach this with like, it's just these, these are the best practices. Just don't, you don't need to get more than that. So... So take that, hopefully you guys are taking what I'm saying, thinking about that and applying that to your world. You know, it's easy to Google. It's harder to actually go and do the stuff. So start doing the stuff, figuring it out, ask questions, be open-minded, but, but you know, you probably don't need to buy anything <laughs> half the time. So, um, but what else is going on? So we are starting another new thing. So I know uh, the last couple of weeks, if you guys are regular listeners, you're going to start hearing equity crowdfunding campaigns coming out typically on Wednesdays. That's our goal here. Um, and those are hosted by Sean Neal, my business partner. So he's going to be talking all around equity um, and what that takes, what that looks like, campaigns that are to be successful on platforms like WeFund or Start Engine Republic. Pretty much the same format, just focused on equity while I am talking about um, reward-based. So uh, so make sure you guys tune into those on Wednesday. Give feedback, give reviews. Um, we really appreciate that if you're a regular listener. Um, but something else we're working on right now is either either in every other day or daily, depending on, on the interest level, is we're going to be doing a 30-minute review show. So if you have a campaign that's in pre-launch um, and you've got your page built before you launch, Come on our show. It's 30 minutes. It's going to be on Facebook Live and also in our Discord channel, which you're not, if you're not a part of that, go to Woodshed Agency, uh, woodshed.agency right now. 
click on the community button and join our our, uh, our community over there of crowdfunders. And this show is going to be 30 minutes. It's going to be us going through your page of best practices, what we see. Um, and I think it's going to be a really, really valuable resource for for project creators to get that expert opinion from afar who's not who's looking at it with with new eyes and just says hey you know you may be seeing it this way here's how i'm seeing it and again all that's going to be on facebook live and it's going to be a really fun show so that's going to be our 30 minute review show so that is um in the works right now we are starting to book some guests so i would imagine in the next uh two weeks or so you're going to start seeing that content coming off of us and i think it's going to be really really valuable but with all that said, if you are thinking about running a crowdfunding campaign, go to woodshed.agency right now. A couple of things you can do. You can click the uh, consultation button. Just get on a, you know, I, it's my calendar link. You get 20 minutes with me. We can go through what you're working on, um, what your project is, and I can point you in the right direction if you are uh, off course a little bit. Um, and then we've got, obviously, you've got the blogs that are coming out on, uh, on Tuesdays. Um, so you guys can go check out that. We've got new episodes Mondays and Thursdays. Um, so we're going to have episodes twice a week. Up until the middle of June right now, we are we are completely booked. So hopefully you guys are enjoying everything and you're subscribed. Um, if you're not subscribed, obviously go do that. Subscribe right now. Go to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you're listening. Uh, hit that subscribe button. You can even go over to YouTube. We've got the videos of all this coming out as well over on YouTube. So you can subscribe there if you want to watch these interviews. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of content coming out for you. I hope you guys are enjoying all of it. Um, all right, why don't we go ahead and kick my conversation with some of the team members over at AIT Smart Products. And uh, and I will let you know too, a little bit of a, con- t- you know, this is that uh, two-person conversation, so you may have a little bit of trouble following along, but um, I still think the conversation is great and you guys can hear a, a phenomenal company uh, making great products. So, all right, here's my conversation. All right, gentlemen, the red light's on. It's go time. This is when it gets really, really like nervous. Like, oh my gosh, we're doing a podcast. See, you're sweating already. You're, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah. Do I do? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So I, I ask all my guests this uh, when we first start. Um, what did you guys have for breakfast this morning? Yeah, that's tough with Peter. He's the breakfast guy. Actually, okay. I had a big sandwich, some eggs, like scrambled eggs. Also, my fiance doesn't let me out from home where I can eat my apples. So, also, I had some fruits. So, I think I'm totally okay with it. Yeah. Nice. From my, my point of view, I usually skip breakfast. Uh, uh, I can work uh, much intense uh, level uh, when I skip breakfast. Breakfast is, is not for me. Uh, uh, okay. Maybe an early lunch, uh, what I okay. used to have, and it's much better for me. But uh, where we are now, uh, it's uh, uh, in the afternoon. So, uh, we are over for that. All over for the breakfast. All right. Awesome. Cool. I think yeah. we're sounding good. So, so why don't we go ahead and jump right into it? So first, why don't you tell my listeners, you know, who you guys are so they can get the sound of your guys' voice because there's two of you and then what you're currently raising money for over on Indiegogo. Okay. So, uh, my name is, uh, Thomas Marsley. Uh, I am a Hungarian native. Uh, we are living in Budapest together with Peter and we, uh, we employ uh, approximately 15, 16, 17 employees who are working now this project, this AIT Desk uh, Smart uh, Products uh, project. And um, we are basically in Europe, in the heart of Europe, uh, and, uh, and we are doing this uh, uh, product launch from, from here. So this is what we are doing. And uh, we are a kind of innovative uh, company. Uh, we used to uh, have some other innovations, what we did uh, in the past. And now, um, since uh, early 2018, uh, we started to work with this, uh, with this uh, SmartDesk uh, project. And now we are live with Indiegogo. And uh, hopefully, when the Indiegogo campaign will be over, uh, we start, uh, let's say, we go to the real market, which is uh, very exciting for us. Cool. Awesome. Peter, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself here so people can hear your voice. So I'm Peter Lanchelich. I, I didn't even try to pronounce my family name in English, so let's say <laughs> it like this. I'm the operator leader of the project. So after uh, Thomas figured out what to develop, we started to do immediately, start to do the marketing strategy, things like that. And after actually, because uh, Thomas is a, is a kind of a backer also in many projects in the past, so he figured out why not to try uh, this project as a crowdfunding thing and, and, go and uh, enter the market as a crowdsourcing. 
And um, actually, after we, we started to, to develop everything according to that, we started to do our researches, analytics, things like that, and we totally hit the, the market on our own. So we, we launched our project without any external help. Of course, Indiegogo have the lab for us during the, the early stages, and also uh, they, they help us to manage our campaigns right now. And uh, here we are. So as, as Thomas said, we are raising funds, actually uh, not for development, but to actually to, to uh, collect as many orders as possible during this campaign and to, to go live after it. Well, cool. So for my listeners um, who haven't really heard, like, figured out quite yet, so why don't you talk, tell them what, what the actual project is, how do you guys kind of describe it, um, you know, they haven't visually seen it yet. So, so what is a, the smart desk? What's it called? How do you kind of describe it to people? Okay. So let's start with the basics. Why we, uh, invented this, uh, uh, innovation. Uh, uh, we work a lot, uh, with our normal desk. Usually we work a lot and it was, uh, very frustrating. It, uh, we became uh, tired very easily. And then uh, we, uh, I personally received some back, back pain, which was not very good to, to have. And uh, I just recognized that uh, I sat, uh, let's say, uh, three, four hours uh, without any breaks or something like that. So I felt that uh, I have to do something, uh, not, because of, not just because of my health, but uh, because uh, it's not normal. It's, it's not the way how we used to deal with, uh, with working in an office. And then uh, I just uh, start to, to put some boxes on top of each other. And then uh, I, I uh, uh, took my uh, iPad or my, my, my notebook uh, on, the, um, on the top of the, the, the building, the structure, and it felt good. But it's not very practical. So after a few days, I figured it out. Okay, let's check uh, what kind of uh, standing desk I can have from the market. And uh, we checked the market, and we recognized that there are some cool projects, but uh, but maybe we might uh, be able to do it better, differently, with a cool design, with smart uh, functions. And uh, because I told you before that uh, I have a small engineer team uh, here in uh, Hungary, uh, we uh, started to speak about uh, what can we do differently, and then we came up. Uh, a few weeks later, we came up uh, with, the, with the original idea how we can do this and how we can manage this. And uh, now it's, it's, uh, it looks like it will become reality very soon. Also, we have a lot of prototypes now, so not just one uh, piece, but several generations what we have. So we are now on the third generation, which is almost the, 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 the one what will be in the production very soon. Uh, we are just doing some final tests and checking if its editing is all right with this, then we will start the, the mass production. And uh, we came out with a very cool product. And uh, as we see now, and uh, the feedbacks from our backers and from the market, uh, it, it looks like they like the product as well. So we are quite happy with uh, the result now, and we are very excited what will uh, coming next. Cool, so, so now that you guys kind of came up with an idea, you know, as a team, what started your guys' first process? Because it's, you know, making a desk feels, uh, and a smart desk at that, it seems like a big undertaking. So what starts that process in terms of prototyping, sketching, drawing? What, what does that look like for you, for you and your team? So actually, we started to analyze the market first. As Thomas said, we, we started to check what kind of desks are available, what could be the weaknesses are, and how do they look like. And after we realized that actually they use almost the same shape of base, I mean, almost the same legs, but not, not literally the same, but they look like the same and they work function like the same. So we came up with the idea that first of all, the design should look different and also it, it has to be cool in order to be able to compete with these already existing uh, brands, which are, of course, well-known and also bigger companies. So after that, after we, we figured out how should it look like, I mean, these are not days, we are talking about a huge process here. Uh, parallel with this, we started to agree with the functions. What kind of functions could, could be useful? What kind of uh, topics could be implemented in an office environment? Let's see, like stress relief, like productivity, like health, like health promotion. So we gathered together all these groups of, uh, of actually like tasks or we can call it like, like I would like to, uh, to call it. 
And um, we started to work out what kind of functions could be implemented in order to, to fulfill these groups, let's say it like this. So, for example, productivity. What could productivity mean for us or for another person? So we made like surveys, researches, things like that. And after with really a slow process, things can become clearer and more clear. And the product just appeared in front of us. And, of course, we started to work out the details more deeply. So, yes, as you said, uh, first, there, there's also drawings included, also design included. Also, the, the whole process was, was like more than a year in total. And after uh, dur- we, I- That's cool. So, during that year of, of putting this, you know, going through all this stuff, what was maybe one of the biggest roadblocks? Was there something that you found that you just, you know, it, it's an idea, but it can't happen? Was there anything like that? Yeah, I think I think that the biggest uh, uh, block for us was the design. So we came up with the, the first design version. If somebody check uh, our Instagram page, uh, there are some old pictures uh, where you can find an older version. It, I, I I shouldn't say prototype because we are not very proud of that product, but it's uh, it's the, the basic how we think about this project. And uh, the design changed a lot. And and uh, when we uh, um, let's say spoke with a friend about how cool project we are uh, willing to to release uh, very soon, and we showed them the the, the pictures and uh, the the drawings and everything, and they said, yeah, it's very cool. The smart functions are great, but the design is is okay. But 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 they are they, they were not very satisfied with it. And then mm-hmm. we uh, uh, get back together and we spoke about this, that how can we change the design? It's, it's very important. Then we came up with the, the latest design, what we are using now. And that was what, uh, uh, what changed everything. Because at the beginning, everyone was speaking about how cool the smart functions are. And, and, uh, uh, but the design is yeah, something what you need to work on this. Now, the design, uh, maybe the design sells the product at first place, I can tell you. Which is very good because the smart uh, functions will be something what uh, uh, what uh, uh, will lead to uh, the satisfactory level what we will, would like to reach with our uh, uh, with our buyers. So it's it's a long term thing. The the productivity, uh, the fitness, and the stress relief functions and everything what we can speak about uh, later, of course. But the design is something what uh, what uh, catches the eye first place and it's it's something what uh, we are very proud of right now yeah did you guys ever have to be cautious uh, uh conscious of having too many features you know sort of the death by a thousand cuts or having so many things that it doesn't do one thing really well is that something that you guys had to be thinking about when you were putting together a, a lot of this, uh the, this ideas Yes, I think we already like reduced the half of the functions. I mean, we already had so many things in mind at the beginning that uh, that we had to get rid of a few of them. But after we decided to make it modular, so if somebody checks on an Indiegogo page, it's uh, it's clear that we have like different perks, not because we couldn't decide what to what to offer, but we we were sure that we are not able, we are not in the position. To decide that who will be the ones, I mean, what, what, which functions will be the most favorable from our audience. So we decided to to let them choose. So we offer like add-ons and also like pre-made uh, packages. What we think it could be useful, but because of this factor, as you said, it's so many things. Maybe somebody thinks that wireless charge is a really cool thing. Somebody thinks that that is absolutely useful to have. Somebody thinks that, the, um, for example, the air quality sensor. Uh, let me tell, tell uh, the audience something about the air quality yeah. sensor because this is my, uh, let's say, my number one smart feature uh, in the product. Of course, if we are not speaking about the high adjustable thing, which is which is the, the most important thing, but if we are uh, speaking the the smart functions, the air quality sensor is something like what uh, what I can tell you. We spoke and we wrote uh, with several thousands uh, backers, potential buyers, and somebody who, is, uh, who are interested in our project. And uh, most of them uh, ask, oh, okay, what is this air quality sensor? What is this um, stupid thing? Why are you uh, put it to the desk? Uh, it's not important. And I can tell you, uh, in my home and in my office, I use uh, air quality sensors. And uh, it's surprisingly, 
uh, a lot more often it says that you have to ventilate your room, you have to open the window, than uh, I taught it before. So it's something what I found that uh, can can uh, higher my productivity uh, with with a person with ten or fifteen or twenty percent in a in a in a, in a day when when I'm uh, aware that I should open the window something like that and this is something what later uh, our buyers will recognize and they will feel that how important this uh, feature will be and it, we are not speaking about an expensive built-in feature because it's it's a it's basically sensor software and electronics so it's not a, not a very big deal to to implement so the the the, the desk will be not uh, the price will be not uh, be in a different price level uh, because of that but it will be something what uh, later one year later two year, two years later the audience will will say okay that's a cool feature i agree so i'm that's cool for that point yeah that's cool How, you know when you guys are doing that, that you know that many you know that that many different features how do you sort of set up pricing and structuring to make sure that it that it's a, that it makes sense to have that sort of feature like you know you know could there be something that's like yeah that would be really cool but it'll you know our price range will now go up a thousand bucks or whatever it might be how do you guys sort of navigate those waters around yeah it's cool but we also have to make sure that it's affordable and fits into the you know the, the entire aesthetics of the whole product Actually, prices determined from many factors, according to our point of view, and also I think it's also fact. So uh, when we summarize our functions, it has to be like divided into two groups. Some of the functions are serverable, and some of the functions are also made with uh, with the cooperation. And uh, actually, if we are speaking about uh, suppliers, uh, because we are not able to produce everything, of course, like everybody. That's why it's really important to do a huge analysis just from the very beginning, uh, including all the functions, what we were speaking in the past few minutes, and uh, to start to see the, the cost of the self-development and start to see the cost of the different uh, components and suppliers. So actually, to be honest, this is a really hard question to answer, up, but in total, it depends. I mean, it's, it's, it depends on too many factors right now. I mean, not right now, in, in, in general. So, as Thomas said, if we are able to implement everything, I mean, we were able to implement everything mm -hmm. because it's really important because we already have the product. I mean, we are just about to launch, as Thomas said, the Zero uh, series now. So, it's uh, uh, we, we enclose the prototype series and we are just about to send the Zero series to production. It's a big milestone for us. So uh, in this case, it's all about numbers right now. So as I said at the very beginning, we are here to, to collect as many orders as possible because if we are able to collect more orders, then of course the, the, the production will be easier for all of us and we can sell the products further on for a more discounted price. That's cool. That's cool. How, you know, when you guys are you know, getting ready to, to go to that next phase, you just talked about that, that important milestone of the next, uh, I guess it's the, more of the final prototype. Is that, but is that how you Pro describe production, it? Production, production right. Prototype. Um, how do you guys know that you're at that point? Is there something that, you know, you just know that you have it, you know, you're ready to commit to this. What are, are, are you trying to just check off boxes? Does it look good? Is it actually fully functioning and working? Like what, what's happening behind the scenes for you guys to, to be ready to go to that next step? Uh, well, this is something what uh, uh, it's it's um, well, what I can tell you about this. Like uh, when you have a children, and uh, the children is uh, reaches a, a certain age when the children has to go to school, uh, and this is something what I can tell you. So at some point uh, we reach uh, that uh, that uh, we we are very satisfied with the product. It looks cool. The functions are working, and we can move forward with this. And some point, uh, after a lot of uh, several hundreds of hours of testing, uh, we decided that it can go to production. And the production is, uh, we calculate that we will have, uh, within the Agogo, uh, something like a little more or less uh, 1,000 uh, uh, units sold, something like that. And uh, there will be an early stage production, what we are doing, like uh, 50 or 100 units. This is what we are uh, doing uh, and we are preparing to do uh, very soon. And then we will check very carefully those units. And if uh, it's all right, and we are doing something like that, what you told, that we are doing, okay, it's all right, it's working, 
it's it's very good looks cool then we start the, the mass production for the for the the rest rest the remaining products so this is something and of course uh, we have a lot of experts who helps us uh, who uh, had uh, uh, also a big manufacturing background and they they know uh, uh, a lot of companies who did that before and we are relying on their experience how what they are suggesting us so uh, right now we are uh, negotiating with a lot of experts uh, what can we do and how we can uh, deal with this that's cool that's awesome when does using indiegogo start fitting into your narrative of prototypes and you know when do you when do you guys as a company start discussing that we're going to go to crowdfunding as a as a potential uh, uh launch uh, excuse me come again what was the i, I didn't hear the question so sorry w- when did you guys start thinking about using well, indiegogo okay okay i think it was somewhere um maybe last year august July. Um, well, Actually, it was Stone's idea to, yeah, to, so, to, to so crowdfunding. With the company, yes, it was a little more than one year ago, something like that. But in my mind, uh, because we uh, we did a lot of uh, development before, uh, but all of the these development it was uh, connected to the, the the gas station industry. So we, we produced smart uh, and still producing smart gas station units uh, where you uh, you have a huge test screen. And a uh, uh, camera, face sensor, uh, you can pay with cash, credit card, and everything else. So it's a very interesting unit. But this is something what you have to use your connections to sell. And, uh, and uh, you have to connect it to the, the governments, the oil industry. So it's, it's a very difficult field to move forward. It's and B2B. It's B2B, B2B. yes. B2B. And uh, I was always, uh, since uh, 10 years ago, I was uh, an early backer of a lot of uh, successful projects with Indiego and with Kickstarter. And uh, I, I thought that at uh, some point uh, I would like to do an Indiego or Kickstarter project uh, because I would like to get the instant feedback from the customers, potential customers, that how they like our product. And I would like to do, I would like to deal with the customers. It, it was very important. But uh, we came up with some other ideas before in 2015, 16. What we uh, produced, we did a prototype from that. But we thought this is something what what uh, not maybe not very cool for for a lot of uh, uh, people. And then we we postponed them. We already have uh, three or four uh, uh, several projects uh, prototypes. What maybe later will be very cool. And we used that experience. Now, uh, as soon as the, the smart desk uh, table came out uh, from my mind that we should do something differently. I thought that it could be a very good thing to, to do with the crowdfunding because we will have the immediate feedback and also we, it's a huge marketing opportunity. The, 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 the point that we are speaking now about this desk is also a marketing opportunity for us mm-hmm. to spread what we are thinking and it's it's very cool thing to do because uh, uh, from a, a small company's point of, point of view, it's easier to enter the market. So we, we doesn't have to... Uh, uh, invest uh, like uh, millions of dollars uh, to start uh, the, the market, uh, we can do it uh, with much less uh, resources, which is very cool uh, to deal with. So this is the, the original idea behind why we choose uh, uh, the crowdfunding process. And also the whole uh, idea is uh, accomplishable because of our backers. So we would like to grab the initiative and thank, thanks for all of them who were believing us from the first place also for our early subscribers and our, our already existing backers. So thank you all guys. It's really cool to work with you. Yes, and, and if I can add one more thing, so we will ship the products. So we are not the kind of company who yeah. uh, took the money and and uh, be very happy with this. Uh, I already have some experience with these companies with the crowdfunding who uh, took my money, but I never get anything. And it's very frustrating, I understand. And, and the, the biggest uh, issue with the, the crowdfunding we uh, get this several times that they don't trust uh, with the crowdfunding. That uh, because uh, with the crowdfunding, it's it's not uh, not as strict when you are going to a, an e-commerce web shop and you mm-hmm. buy something. So there are some some options to to be not one hundred percent fair, uh, and I totally understand it. The point is, we will ship the products. This is only a marketing opportunity for us and also a, a big uh, happening to, to, to introduce ourselves. And we would like to do this very soon. And we will do this very soon, which is very important. So uh, very soon the products will be there and I hope uh, it will spread uh, 
as we would like to do. And one more thing, what I would like to tell you is that uh, we have two. Basically, we have two different products: the smart one and the phantom one. Uh, they are uh, in a different price range, and uh, they look uh, totally different. So the basics are same, but but it's a, it's another level with the exclusive materials and and uh, the size and the built-in functions. So it's uh, like uh, uh, the top version of our product, the phantom one. And this is something what we, it's very difficult for us to show this in pictures or in videos that what difference the phantom and the standard desk makes uh, when you compare to each other. Later on, when, when we have a lot of, uh, when we uh, satisfy our buyers and somebody will let uh, a guest uh, to their office and show that they have the phantom one, uh, immediately it will spread because it's, it's a, you know, you know the feeling when you see a car from a picture and uh, when you see it in live, it's a totally different uh, uh, feeling what you have from it. This is what will happen with the Phantom one for sure. Yeah. So it's an cool. interesting journey. Yeah, I, I can imagine. So so for our listeners, we haven't really discussed actually where you guys are with the Indiegogo. So let's, let's flip over to that for just a moment. So um, you guys have literally crushed your goal. You had about a $10,000 goal. And currently when we're talking, you've got about two weeks left to go. And you're over $220,000 here. So major success over 277 backers, which is awesome. Um, what were there any metrics that you were looking for internally before you launched the campaign? Were you trying to get email addresses? Were you doing like a pre-launch? What, what were you guys doing before you hit the, the go button on the Indiegogo so that you knew you were going to be successful? Yes, we were collecting subscribers, as you mentioned. So we did the pre-launch campaign, also including a giveaway at the very first place. Um, maybe that was not the best <laughs> best communication what we could choose, but we did. And because our expertise advised us not to come up with the idea with the smartest itself, but to include uh, many other well-known brands. We did that. Uh, after that, we realized that it could be lead to miscommunication. So we were facing this, this issue as the first place. And after, uh, as soon as Indigo led us to do the pre-launch, we immediately uh, get initiated with the pre-launch and uh, we started to collect more subscribers and actually focusing only on our uh, on our desks itself. So that was a very good thing to do. Yeah, we can which, tell you. Which so was it's much better, much better than to than to 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 let our focus be on the on only the one and only thing. And um, actually, after that, like we were, you had the question that when did we uh, when did we feel that the the product is ready? And it can go to production. It's all also the same with the with the with the project. After a certain point, you have to make the decision that okay, now we have uh, a few thousand k subscribers. It should be enough. They are listening to us. Maybe they didn't do anything uh, according to the book. That's why we we think that it's an important uh, thing to say that if we did some mistakes, it's because we we are totally uh, youngsters in this whole thing. And we did our best uh, in order to to make the good communication. Maybe it wasn't hundred percent, but but we wanted to do <laughs> according to the book. Right now we do what, what we already know. We can understand because as as I said, we wrote uh, and wrote we we read a, a lot of um, lot of other campaigns, analytics, things like that, and everybody justified that. The third, the the second, the third, the fourth campaign is much more successful. Now we know why. Because it's pretty an interesting journey, as Stan said, and uh, and yeah, you learn a lot during even during one day. I can tell yeah. you, especially by the day of the lunch. So actually, we we just felt that there is nothing else to wait for. We are ready for with our with our best uh, communication. We are ready. We know what we would like to to reach. How should we like to reach it? And and let's test it. As like the product, we, you can't hide it anymore. You have to put it into people's face. I mean, way, sorry about the expression. <laughs> and and let's see, we, we yeah. have to we have to see what are the reactions. So so far, we are not totally satisfied with our performance. But as I said, we are really grateful for the for the people who are backing us. And also, we think that it's it's quite okay. And we look forward because of course there is an option uh, in the Google to stay in on demand. So we would like to keep this campaign running online as long as it is worth to, to do it of course parallel cool. we start the uh the production and also the 
Yeah. Has there been anything that's sort of stood out in this campaign that you guys had were not expecting? Is there, you know, like a data point or like a country that's really supporting you? I don't know. Has there been anything that's just been like, man, I did not expect that. Okay. I can tell you our own country. So yes. we uh, <laughs> absolutely with the pre-launch, uh, we focused to the United, uh, the U S market. So we, we, uh, it was 99% U S market. What we did, mm. uh, we thought that, uh, in the United States, there are the, the people who will be interested in our product and, and, uh, they have the, the resources to buy a premium priced product because, because, uh, if we compare our products to the, to the, the, the market, you can find high adjustable desk for half price or something like that, of course. But uh, uh, this is something what very important. I think, of course, when you buy a car, you can buy a car for $15,000 and you can buy it for $200,000. So uh, with the high adjustable desk, uh, it's, a, it's a very, um, well, it's a new market, I can tell. And uh, the, 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 the audience uh, may be not very ready and they don't understand why the products uh, cost more, but because of the materials, because of the design, because of the building functions, because of the quality, it has to cost more. So it's, it's very simple, very easy. And uh, uh, also because of, uh, we decided to, to move into US because of uh, those are the people who are um, familiar with the crowdsourcing, our home, on, in our whole homeland or even in whole Europe or in several countries know the fact that crowdsourcing even exists. Mm-hmm. So as, as Tom said, that uh, that was the biggest surprise for us, that how many people started to back us when the, the press released our, our uh, articles. In our in our home country, sorry, I missed Thank you. So, so in Hungary, uh, where we were born, uh, we received a lot of, uh, uh, lot of good feedbacks and uh, we received a lot of backers. Uh, so the number one country right now, what we can tell you is Hungary right now. <laughs> yes. it, it, it's a surprise for us. Be, uh, uh, and uh, so it's a very cool feeling that, that they are, they are um, uh, supporting us and uh, they are looking for uh, our uh, company. They're searching us. They would like to offer uh, opportunities to work together. And uh, or, or just send us a message that oh guys this is a very cool product we are very proud that you you uh, doing something an innovation a very interesting new product from Hungary and this is something what we can be very proud of uh, right now also during these circumstances when you open the news feed and, and uh, the news are nine, let's say ninety percent bad uh, mm-hmm. we, maybe we gave some uh, uh, positive uh, influence for them. And it's a very good feeling right now that uh, we have been able to do this during these circumstances, what we are facing now. That's cool. That's cool. So, you know, after the campaign ends and all the money drops in the bank account, what do you, what starts happening for you guys to get these desks into, into your backers' hands? I would like to buy a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> Me, a really good sports car. Yeah, yeah. So here's a Lamborghini fan. <laughs> Uh, so something like that. Uh, sorry, we are always joking about <laughs> only the long-term perspectives are the, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> So right now, uh, our number one focus is to 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 deal with the manufacturing. Right now, so we are we are uh, negotiating uh, every day from uh, eight to eight or something like that with the potential partners and uh, with our engineer team. How can we uh, uh, we provide the best? potential product so this is what we are doing now honestly to tell you the, the, the money arrives it's, it's not not a very big deal for us now because uh, the production uh, the the preparation costs uh, three four five times more what we will have from the uh, the indigo company i told you it's a marketing opportunity for us mm-hmm. so um well i can tell you that uh, uh, we will start the production and we will uh, ship as soon as possible and uh, we would like to face as many uh, potential buyers, as many happy potential buyers as we can. So this is our goal right now. And then, uh, because then will be the real market stars for us when they will tell to the friends and family that this is a cool project. I'm very yeah. proud that I uh, did the crowdfunding. I even some skeptical uh, voices told me that not to do this, but they did that, and it's very important. So. We are we are uh, thinking about long term and what could be the next generation maybe later. So we would like to build 
a company which is which is a very long term company. So this is what we are doing now. I can tell you we are hiring uh, new workforces because uh, I told you that right now we are 16, 17 uh, people, uh, uh, mostly engineers and mechanical guys who help us. But but it and will be and the customer support. Yes, yes, they, they help us a lot. Like five ladies, zero twenty four because of the time difference, six mm -hmm. between nine hours. They are responding all the emails, uh, Instagram comments, Facebook comments. Of course, I'm sure that they skip or I mean miss some of them. Sorry about it. They they do their best. So so yeah, Very they cool. are really important factors, you know. So we are hiring now. We are hiring hiring now because uh, from from this point to let's say 45 days, we will start the manufacturing, and we have to have a experienced team who who does that for us. So this is what we are dealing with. And also, as Tom said, we, we move to e-commerce and to the enter to the to the market from crowdsourcing to the so-called original market. I mean, not original, but the conventional market. And right. we start to compete as hard as possible. It's <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Well, where can people kind of dive in and learn more um, outside of the Indiegogo campaign? Where where can people kind of dive into your guys' uh, your world? Actually, we 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 summarized all the necessary information on that page. We we think that it's the most useful. You can, uh, if you, for example, uh, fell in love with our product, which would be great, <laughs> then you can instantly uh, order it, pre-order it. Or if you need to know more information and you couldn't find it on the newsfeed in our storyboard, I mean the content board on the Indigo page, you can send us emails or just leave a comment or do a post or something like that. And as I said. Many, many people are here and supporting us and helping us to, to respond to all these comments. So I would suggest everybody to check our Indiegogo page because really all the information is gathered together there. And if not, we are happy to help out. Also, we have a web page. What is, is honestly, it's a very basic web page. So it's nothing special, but uh, we, we have been advised to, to do something like that. So when you have a very good, great uh, web page, uh, the people will uh, spend a lot of time on your web page, and it's it's not good for the sales because you cannot order in our own web page right now. You have to go to Indiegogo to pre-order the product, and that's why uh, in the in the background we are doing a development. So we would like cool. to change as soon as possible for a great 100% uh, uh, cool website uh, with uh, with uh, uh, with uh, the option to to customize your desk. You can choose uh, the several options, and you will see it like it's a like a configurator when you buy a car, a good car, and you can change the color, you can change the functions, and you will see the end result. This is what we are working on the background mm -hmm. right now. Uh, it has to be a very good uh, customer uh, uh, option uh, to deal with. Uh, this is what we are doing uh, on the background. But right now, uh, the best scenario is to have a basic website. What you can uh, lead, what can lead the, the, the potential customers and buyers and uh, backers to the Indigo page. This is what Very we cool. do. But also, we have a Facebook page, Instagram, YouTube. So there are, I think, several channels when they can find information for us. But we are very happy to answer all the questions which we are doing since uh, uh, the the day number one when we launched the product. Since last year, November. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> very, very cool. Well, awesome, guys. I appreciate you guys both take taking time out of your day here. I know you got a busy schedule with an active campaign going on and, and lots of stuff going on, a lot of plates spinning. Um, for anybody out there looking for a very, very cool state-of-the-art desk, you got to go check out this campaign because you guys have literally hit a grand slam with very, very cool features. And even me looking around my desk right now, I could get rid of like seven things that are charging stuff right now. So yeah. uh, just that alone would be... Uh, would be awesome. Uh, and, and I used to have a standing desk and now I have a sitting desk and I want to go back to the standing. So yeah, you guys have Come definitely, uh, definitely done a great job with the design and it looks like a really, really cool project. So I'll have everything in the show notes for you guys, listeners out there. Make sure you guys go check it out. Um, back the campaign, support them, check them out on their websites and social media. And uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you very thank much. You so much. It was a pleasure. Thank it was you. a pleasure for us. Have a awesome. great day. You too. Stay safe guys. Bye -bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. How about that conversation with, with the boys over at AIT? Great, great product. So again, they've only got a few more days to go in their campaign if this is when you're listening to it. So go check it out right now. Maybe even become a Gawker backer. Back up for a dollar if you don't want to buy a smart desk right now. But that way you're still getting the updates and you're still following along. And, and any support for them, I know, would be very, very helpful. So, all right. The song we're listening to is a song called Forever in a Day. Um, 
I believe this was, uh, we have the version of Unique singing on it, one of our singers out of Chicago. Um, it's a song that actually I don't think we, we never released this song. It's it's not really out there anywhere. It's one of our uh, unreleased hidden tracks. So if you got to this point in the podcast, you're getting a little extra bonus. So you might as well stay tuned and listen to the rest of the song. Um, you know, for everybody else, make sure if you're not a subscriber, go do that right now. Leave us a review. Tell your friends and family. All of that helps us out immensely. Make sure you join our community over on Discord. We've got a lot of people over there having conversations, and I put out a ton of resources there as well. So lots of stuff for you guys. I hope you guys are doing well, and I will talk to you all later in the week. Through hard times, I realize the grace I found over and over and over again. And I will never leave the rhythm of love, even with the tears, mistakes we made. Lessons learned for love always. For winter, summer, spring, the sun will shine. Yes.